Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. And be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website and join the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. There's lots in store when you're part of the Travel Club. That's speakingoftravel.net. And remember, if you're flying in and out of Asheville, Asheville Regional Airport has five airlines with 11 non-stop destinations connecting you anywhere you want to go. So when you come home, you are home. And when you're home here in Asheville and you're looking for a home, be sure to check out my good pals over at Appalachian Realty. They're right off of Charlotte Street in a cute little bungalow right on Arlington Place, AppalachianRealty.com. Tell them Marilyn sent you. Well, I have to tell you, this world is Huge. There are so many places I want to go. And when I travel, I like to feel like I can blend into that local vibe. And that's where small group travel can make things so much easier. Instead of having to worry about all the logistics of where to go and where to hang out, you can just focus all your energy on having a great time. Well, my guest today is Benjamin Porter. Benjamin is a professional travel photographer and the owner of a successful travel business, Small Footprint Travel. Travels with an S. I know that. Small Footprint Travels. Benjamin and I have traveled together. We were in Cuba last year, and I'm just so excited to have him in the studio today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Marilyn. It's always great to be here. Well, Benjamin, it is so great to have you here, and you have been out and about. It just seems like you are bing, bing, bong all over the place. Let's hear a little bit about where you've been just recently. Well, recently, we're ha- I'm happy to say we've been here in Asheville, which is nice. Asheville is such a sweet home base to come back to. Uh, we came back from Southeast Asia, from Thailand, where we'd also had a tour we led in Vietnam and Cambodia. That was in January. Before that, that was our tu- tour to Cuba. And uh, things just keep moving, and we'll be going back to Cuba in November, which we're excited about. And then next March, we have a new destination. We're taking people to Morocco. Ooh, la, la. I love that, Morocco. Très bien, bien, Morocco. Uh, Yes, (laughs) we're so international here. So, you know, I actually am on your mailing list, which, how do we get on your mailing list? Let's get that out right now. You go to our website, which is www.smallfootprinttravels.com with an S, dot com. And then you can sign up for our email list there. Well, I love getting these email messages from you that talk about the trips that you're taking. You have pictures and blog information. You do your own blogging. It's really great. And when this one popped up, Morocco, I was intrigued, Benjamin. Tell us a bit about how that unfolded. Morocco, I've been to a number of times in my life. First time was 1971. And it's a fascinating and exotic destination. But then on our Cuba tour, one of the Cuba tours, a couple people said, would you please develop a tour to Morocco? We want to go. And that gave me the idea. You know, I hadn't thought about it because... My wife is Thai, so we we specialize in Southeast Asia. 
I've lived in Latin America, so we do Latin America, but that was the first time to going to a new continent, to go to Africa. And so the idea really came from people like you who said, let's do it. And, um, you know, it takes minimum a year to put together a tour, you know, really too. But uh, it's come together nicely, and I'm happy to say it's full. I sent one email out to just our alumni of Small Footprint Travels. That's what I call people who've been on our tours. We have, uh, and I didn't even advertise it. I just sent a letter, and you got the letter because you're an alumnus, and uh, offered it, and it filled up right away. Um, So that's kind of thrilling uh, that way, just to send out an email. It says we're doing something right. People like coming back on the tours. Absolutely. Well, what I was saying in the in the opening, you know, I, when I travel, I like to kind of get into the local vibe. I like to certainly see what's happening in that region, area, town where we're going. But really more importantly for me is to be able to feel that I'm a local I'm here for a couple of weeks, and I'm a local. I know where the locals eat. I know where the locals dance. And, Benjamin, it seems that you go into a destination and already are on a local level somehow. How does that work? How do you do that? How do you get people over there? Well, thank you. That's, That's what we love doing. It takes time. It takes going ahead of time and and establishing contacts. We're just not arriving there new with everyone else. Um, But what you're saying is so key because the word tour has a negative connotation in some ways for a lot of us because you think being with a big group of people, going somewhere, every minute is planned. It's not very much fun. And we definitely are an untour in terms of that definition of the word. Uh, we like to give people free time. We like to put them in the milieu where just what you're saying, where you feel like a local and you can mix and mingle. We th- Also, on the other hand, because of our contacts, we can offer people opportunities that they would not have as an individual traveler, opening up doors and going to places, uh, private concerts, private curatorial uh, lectures that people would – have a hard time doing as an individual. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll keep coming back to my trip with you last year to Cuba because maybe a week, 10 days before we were leaving, we happened to see promoted that the Rolling Stones were going to be performing for free on the Friday evening of our arrival. And I know a number of us who were going on that trip contacted you and said, Benjamin, we must get to that concert. So I called up Mick and uh, I said, can you change it a date or two for our small travel group? He said, no sweat, man. (laughs) No sweat, indeed. And we got in and Benjamin, you know, you just you you guided us uh, to uh, through the time of getting settled in meeting our hosts and uh, uh, getting to the bar and restaurant so that we could have a couple of drinks before we headed out in the you know, 57 Chevy convertibles down the road to where the concert was being held. You made that happen for us. That was so fortuitous. It really was. Actually, they were supposed to give a concert on the same night that President Obama was arriving. So they switched their dates. And we happened to be in Cuba when Obama arrived as well. But something I need to say about your group and the groups we get, we're very lucky. I don't know what it is, but we get nice people coming on our trips, knock on wood. 
And uh, that makes all the difference. I think you know what it is, Marilyn? I think it's people who generally don't take tours. And we're going to places that it's a lot easier for them to go through us than going individually. And uh, the people are really wonderful, interesting, and unique. Um, so we're blessed with that. You know, we, we have great people who we travel with. I believe that a big part of that, Benjamin, is the fact that you and Meow, your wife, uh, who are both so nice and friendly, and the alumni speak for for your company as well. Yeah. And the more alumni you have now, the more people are able to say, wow, not only do I love Benjamin Meow, but I love the people that gravitate to them and Thank you. traveling we're, together. We're blessed with that. And, and I'd say at least 50% of our clients come from the mountains here. A lot. Not only, but a lot of people come from this area. Well, what was so cool on our trip is that there were people here and we were able to meet up beforehand, some who I never had met before. And then there were people from Washington State, from New York, New York mm-hmm. you know, from Colorado. Yeah. It just made for such a nice group. And everybody traveled so well together. And when we come back from the break, I want to pick up right there because bringing people together and being able to travel together is such an important part of it. So when we come back from the break, let's talk more about that. Okay. All right. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here in the studio today with Benjamin Porter of Small Footprint Travels with an S. And we'll be back right after the break. call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out. Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is a quarterly guide to the best rides and most interesting riders. Available in newsstands and at Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars and let me see what spring is like on Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball, your host right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. And be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website. Oh my god, it's like 
I have to tell you about all the really cool things that are going on. Speaking of travel.net, people are coming onto the site. They're sending me notes saying, Marilyn, thank you so much for posting these podcasts of these wonderful guests that you have every week on your show. I'm learning so much about travel and getting these wonderful travel tips and the photos are really great. So go to speakingoftravel.net. Be sure to sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. There'll be a newsletter coming out. It's going to be a lot of fun. So listen, when you're coming into Asheville, North Carolina, especially now in this beautiful time of the year, you be sure to go to visit the Asheville Regional Airport. Now, if you're flying in, hang out there for a few minutes. Take a look at some of the local artwork that's hanging up. There's some rocking chairs. You can sit and just take a look at the beautiful mountains. Get your breath before you head into town because there is so much to see and do right here in Asheville. And, you know, when you're here, you might want to be looking at a place to settle in. Now, I don't want everybody to know that, so keep it a little bit of a secret. But there are some really cool places in Asheville to hang out and and hang your hat. Check out my friends over at Appalachian Realty. Betsy and and Eric and the group over there, they really know Asheville and Western North Carolina and can help you out. And if you're planning on going on a trip, you need to check out my buddy, Benjamin Porter. He's sitting right here in the studio, Small Footprint Travels with an S. Benjamin, I'm so excited to have you here on the show today because just being with you makes me feel happy. Let's go. All right. We can fly out of the Asheville Regional Airport. Well, you know, you didn't tell me to say this, but I want to tell you it is so incredible where we can get to from the Asheville Airport now. So I didn't even realize you, we have a nonstop to BWI. We can fly up to the Washington, D.C. area. Because when we fly abroad, you know, our gateways could be Chicago, BWI, New York. We're pretty lucky now in Asheville. It used to always be, oh, you have to go to Charlotte first or Atlanta first. We're lucky. We so are lucky. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I was over there just the other day, and they're building this brand-new parking deck. It is gorgeous. They put on the on the outside of this parking deck, which, you know, usually is just a big old parking deck, like a big cement parking deck. But they hired this company to come in and do these beautiful etchings of the mountains. Wow. So it's like the parking deck itself is a piece of artwork. Wow. Like they get us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I get you, Benjamin. I get you... In that you love to travel, you're a travel photographer, you've been doing this for a long, long time, you take such beautiful pictures. Thank you. And you have um, a way of bringing people together. I have to say, you know, I had never been on a small group trip Mm -hmm. prior to going to the Cuba trip with you last year. Maybe you were a little apprehensive before. I was, definitely. People can be. Well, you were saying, like, tour. Like, what does that mean? Am I going to have to wear a badge? Yeah. No, there were no badges. In fact, Mm. there was a lot of dancing. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of good times were had by each of us. And each of us were different. Mm -hmm. And yet you, uh, you and Meow were able to just... You know, we never, if there was anything going on, we didn't know it. We were just like hanging out. How do you do it? Well, it's, I guess, an extension of our personalities. We really like people to interact with the locals. Um, I think it's important when you travel to be in a place 
and not just travel through a place. So we try to organize the tours to have some time in different places uh, that allows us, as you use the word vibe, get into the local vibe, introduce people to our contacts, and that's really key. And also having the free time, Marilyn, allows people to kind of traipse around on their own, and during those unchoreographed, unplanned moments are when some of the most special events can happen in a trip that people remember, you know, uh, and those you you just can't plan, but you make people aware and open to having that happen. And when that does happen, people want to talk about it for the rest of their lives. I mean, those are memories that are etched in your memory bank forever. That is so true. We, we like to pull the group together two or three times as a group. Uh, sit down and just share during the trip and share our impressions of what's going on. How is the country or destination what we thought it would be and how is it not what it is what we thought it would be? And that's really good for kind of centering ourselves and moving on from there. And what I really, really appreciated was that, like you said, that you allow for time just to be by yourself uh, you know, I, I felt that a lot of the people who – and a lot – what do you max your trips? Ten people. Ten people, No right. more than ten. Yeah. yeah. So we're not talking about a big, giant group of people. We're mm. talking about an intimate group of people, uh, like-minded people in many ways. You wouldn't be going to that destination if it wasn't a place it mm-hmm. was drawing you there. Um, but more important, I felt that the people uh, – well, I know this because I got to know everybody – are all were all somewhat seasoned travelers yes. in their own ways. Yes, um, who travel independently, mm-hmm. and yet we all wanted to go to Cuba. Mm-hmm. We wanted to go with you, mm-hmm. and here we were. And so it was so nice the way you allowed us to come together, like you were just talking, for meals and other. Uh, ways to just kind of be as a group. But then there were other times where we could just go off and be by ourselves. Or as it turned out, nobody really wanted to be by themselves because we liked each other so much. So much so that your group has continued to have reunions back here in Asheville. I know. (laughs) It's wonderful. We have Cubanites. We do. I love it. You know, it's, it's just those memories of the trip of the people of you and Meow's hospitality and professionalism and um, and all of that was was just so wonderful. No, thank you. So, Benjamin, let me ask you this: um, you do a lot of food and photo themes mm-hmm. in your trips. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that you're the photographer. Tell us a little more about that. Sure. Well, food. Um, I've always loved food. I love to cook. And Meow is an excellent Thai chef. And we feel that no matter where you travel, the food is a great entrance and introduction to a culture and society. So if you look at what people eat, what their local food is, you learn a lot about them. And uh, you expand your palate, so per se. So each of our tours will have a cooking class at least. Um, going to the local markets, shopping, enjoying the food. So that food aspect we love, and who doesn't like food? So that's good. In terms of photography, that's evolved over time. We've been doing this six years now. And the photography I call is very low-key. It's not – we might have one or two 
what I'd call serious photographers in our groups. But it's really people um, who have a smartphone for taking pictures, which is fine. I use my smartphone a lot. So it's very low-key in the sense that we're there. I'm there to help. Uh, it's not a photography workshop per se. That's that's not how this is set up. But then at the end of the trip, I cajole and twist arms so I get about 30 to 40 images from everyone and put them together on the website so we all have a great memory of uh, what we saw and what we recorded. It That is such a gift in <clears throat> itself, too, is to be able to come back from the trip and then see everybody's photos. So when we come back from the break, Benjamin, I want to talk a little bit more about that. I also want to bring up, I know that Small Footprint Travels is a green organization. Mm-hmm. I want to find out a little bit more about that and what that means. So it's smallfootprinttravels.com. Dot com. Go to smallfootprinttravels.com right now. Take a look at some of these beautiful pictures. Get to know Benjamin a little bit while you're listening. We'll be back right after the break. When we come back, we're going to be live with Doc Lawrence reporting from Knoxville, deep in the Smokies, just before the University of Tennessee Georgia football game, talking about tailgating down south. We'll be right back. Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is a quarterly guide to the best rides and most interesting riders. Available in newsstands and at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow, in a walkable community or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. Well, live reporting from Knoxville, deep in the Smokies, is Doc Lawrence to talk to us about tailgating in the South. Hey, Doc, how's it going out there? Fine, Marilyn. Listen, it is beautiful here in Knoxville. Uh, the headquarters, the home field of the University of Tennessee, the entire place is orange, if you can believe that, in the middle of all this greenery. Today's also Farmer's Market Day in Knoxville. 
uh, root vegetables, flowers, uh, late-season Granger tomatoes, a, a Tennessee specialty, good people, live bluegrass music everywhere, bands wherever you go. But our concentration right now is food and the people that make it, and an occasional libation is only Tennessee can do it. Wandering around in the parking lot uh, just before Tennessee and Georgia kick off their SEC matchup this afternoon, the aromas are intoxicating. You don't need a Jack Daniels to get high here. The food does it. And my favorite so far is Miss Sally Harper, a wonderful cook from Nashville, who's a Tennessee alum, and she shared with us this morning some of her Tennessee blackened quail. You've got to taste this to believe it. She marinated it beforehand with a little bit of Joe Dale sauce, uh, commercially available in every grocery store I've ever been to, a little bit of Jack Daniels, some kosher salt, cracked pepper, and she basted it with a light molasses sauce and grilled it this morning earlier, getting ready for the big feast before the kickoff. Man, let me tell you something. You haven't had quail until you have Miss Harper's wonderful Tennessee quail. We paired that with a Tennessee wine. Many people may not realize that the South really gave birth to the winemaking of the United States through Thomas Jefferson and others following him. Beans Creek Winery is just up the road over Bot Eagle going towards Nashville in Manchester, Tennessee. And they produce a Cynthiana, which is a Native American grape. Uh, it's not sweet. It's very dry. In Cherokee, it means summer wine. And it is simply superb with Miss Sally Harper's quail. I can't tell you how delicious it is. Well, but Doc, me, my mouth is watering here, buddy. You better keep on talking. Listen, I want to stop and eat, but i got to do my job. I've got to report. There are thousands, literally thousands, of vans, SUVs, trucks, tents set up right here beside the stadium alongside the mighty Tennessee River. Did you know that Tennessee fans tailgate in the water you can't believe the houseboats and the, the big yacht-like uh, luxury boats that are out of the Tennessee River tailgating right now. They're not about to go to the game. They're going to watch it on television and enjoy the delights of the water, the, the uh, autumn air, uh, and eat when they feel like it, drink when they feel like it. And that leads me to one thing that I always got to say. The drink of the state of Tennessee, of course, has been and always forever will be Jack Daniels old number seven. This is the field, this is the college where my dear friend Coach Johnny Majors played. A charter member of the Football Hall of Fame, uh, Heisman Trophy winner-up uh, in 1956, won a national championship at the University of Pittsburgh, Coach Tennessee, and my good buddy judging each year at the Jack Daniels barbecue competition in the latter part of October. And I dedicate everything I do today to Coach Majors. Class upon class upon class. And also, Johnny is a direct descendant of Jack Daniels. So in this state, that makes him Tennessee royalty. Well, 
we've got some more drinking to do, not much. We've got a lot more eating to do, a lot. We're going to stick around for the football game. But in closing, let me recommend to everybody to come to East Tennessee, stop off in Knoxville. It is a gorgeous city. It's one of America's prettiest cities. Enjoy the good atmosphere here. Do everything in moderation. Share with everybody you run into. Give them some food. Give them a hug. And remember to love somebody today. This is a great American celebration, a great Southern celebration. And I'm proud to be part of, speaking of Travels Network, hosted by the great, the incomparable Marilyn Ball. Oh. This is Doc Lawrence saying goodbye for this week. From Knoxville, Tennessee. Thank you, Doc. Have fun. Drink one for me. I'll do it. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So back in the studio, I'm here with Benjamin Porter. Benjamin is with Small Footprint Travels. He lives here. You live here in Asheville, but... You also live... In Thailand. In Thailand. Tell us a little about that. Well, Meow is Thai, and um, when I met, she had no interest in living in the United States, but uh, fortunately, she came to Asheville and fell in love with Asheville. I'm in love with northern Thailand, where we live, so we split... Actually, we spend about three months a year now in Thailand, and the rest either doing our tours or here in Asheville, but... That's how it came to be. We live in two beautiful places. You are a lucky guy. I'll tell you that. I am. You know, there's just so much, so much that we have to be grateful for each and every day. And traveling with you, you know, that that trip for me will always be a part of this memory bank. It will be in my heart forever, just remembering some of the just wonderful times we had. And I'm thinking, you know... Let's say I wanted to go on a trip with you by myself, maybe not by myself, but let's say I wanted to bring my family Mm -hmm. uh, and we wanted to go somewhere, maybe Cuba or Southeast Asia or one of your destinations. Are you in a are you in a place where you do custom tours? We do. We do. We we organize custom tours for people. And we don't usually go on the custom tours. We've been invited, but oftentimes our schedule won't allow it. Um so we will offer custom tours to places we know where we have an expertise and good contact. So that's pretty much all of Southeast Asia, uh, Cuba, uh, Bolivia. Um, we've developed that. So, yes, we're happy to do that. And uh, it's very much fun because some people, they can't fit their calendar when we have a tour going to place and say they just want to do two or four people going. We, we can help them with that. So what would we do? Would we go to your website and and – Get your contact information there and then... Send us an email, give us a call, and we'll take it from there. Yeah. And Benjamin, tell us a little bit about Small Footprint Travels being a green organization. What does that mean? Well, you know, it goes back to the name. I thought of it originally. I didn't want to take large groups of people places. I want it to be small, and I want barely even leave a footprint. So that means that we're in a place and be of the place and not disruptive to to the ambiance of a place. So in a way, it's how we travel. Um, we want to travel like locals when we can. And we want to stay in lodging that, that respects the environment. They're not giving you clean sheets and clean towels if you don't need them all the time. Conserving, really conserving the resources of the planet. 
So we're looking to expand that as much as we can. That's important because everyone wants to travel. And um, how can we take care of our planet while we do that? Well, that is it, – it's so important and it's so um, responsible. I mean, I feel that um, being a responsible traveler uh, is what we all have to – we all have to do. And I thank you for kind of setting that – Bar. One example is uh, some of the countries go to is the issue of water. For example, in Cuba, um, we always have people drink drink bottled things, and and they don't have in Cuba. There are always shortages, and they might not have a way to recycle their plastic bottles. So we take our own steri pins, a way of treating the water as well. So. It's a small way of cutting down on the refuse of plastic bottles on that island. Absolutely, on any island, really, or anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's it's a new way to be thinking about how to travel and and how to preserve uh, the resources that are that are around us. Yeah. So thank you for that, Benjamin. Well, it's the least we can do. We'll be right back after the break. Thank you again, Benjamin, for being on the show today. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is a quarterly guide to the best rides and most interesting riders. Available in newsstands and at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on... Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball, your host, right here on News Radio 570 WWNC, 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. And be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, speakingoftravel.net. And 
joined the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. There's going to be a lot of fun things coming up. Well, my guest today, Benjamin Porter, is the owner, founder of Small Footprint Travels. Benjamin, you've been in Asheville a long time. Oh, yeah. How 33 long? years. Oh, my gosh. This time around. <laughs> well, you know, my friends over at Appalachian Realty have been here since... Like the late seventies, I think the risers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Danny Riser, Betsy yeah. Riser. They uh, started Appalachian Realty. They've been here all these years. So really, they're the go-to place to buy your house, sell your house right here in Nashville. But you've been you've been in the same place for a long time. I've been horrible for the realtors because I haven't moved. <laughs> I've, I've stayed in the house we bought. Well, right. yeah. sometimes when you find that perfect place, mm-hmm. you've got the perfect location, house, you're good to go right here. That's true. So, Benjamin, it has been so much fun talking to you, and I love having you here in the studio and talking about your trips to Southeast Asia, to Cuba, that wonderful trip we went on together, this new trip you've got coming up, Morocco. I have to say, when you said it was sold out, I was a little... My face kind of dropped. Well, we'll take a waiting list. Okay. Well, I'm going to get on the waiting list. You know, I went to Morocco one day when no, I was in I, Spain. Really? I took uh-huh. the ferry um, to Tangiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a guide show up at the boat uh, as we were getting off the ferry. He just looked like a nice guy. We said, sure, you can guide us around. There were about five of us. Mm-hmm. He was the most wonderful person ever. He took us all around into the Casbah. We had such a wonderful time. I would love to go to Morocco with you. It's a one it's a country of a wonderful blend of cultures between Berber, Arab, French, French colonial influence. People are very warm and friendly. It's a liberal Muslim Islamic country, so it's fun. It's great. And there's so much to see and do. I was reading the itinerary that you sent and it's like riding on Camels in the desert, doing you know, being in the in the in the markets. Yeah, going to the markets, having a traditional spa treatment uh, there, which they're very big on having. Um, pretty terrific. It's very different, very different world. Uh, but as I say, they're very hospitable. We go into little villages. We have a cooking experience in the city of Fez, which is a uh, it has the oldest university in the world. It was started in Fez, so it's quite amazing. Oh, it sounds yeah. lovely. Well, I'm definitely going to get on that waiting list. So to do that, would I go to www.smallfootprinttravels.com? Yes, yeah, send us an email. Uh, click on there, or you find the phone number. Uh, give our office a call. I will definitely do that. And then you'll have your other trips coming up in November. You've got the Cuba trip. That's full. Full. I'm happy but to say. And that we do. And then actually after Morocco, I think the next trip we're going to look at bringing back our trip to Bolivia, which will be in September of 2018. Uh, I used to live in Bolivia, and that's a wonderful adventure, adventure going down there. And oh, yeah. Probably have an add-on time to Machu Picchu, so people can do that, too. Really? Oh, that sounds nice. Well, I think I need to start planning ahead for the future because when you when you are looking at taking one of your trips, give us an idea. Give us some some travel tips here, Benjamin, on how to think about um, 
how to afford it, how, you know, starting a travel fund, planning it, how long in advance? Give us a little idea. You know, that's a great question. In terms of your actual ticket, something we've done a lot, I've done a lot of over the years, is um, you get mileage bonuses when you sign up for certain credit cards. And it can be almost enough for a ticket right there for uh, a couple of credit cards. I've done that a lot in the past. And once we get to a place, often uh, it's very affordable, depending on the country we're going to. We're, we're, we tend to pick countries that are exotic, they're adventuresome, uh, and more affordable. Southeast Asia very, is very affordable, and, and so can parts of Latin America be. Now, if you're going to Asia or going across many time zones, I discovered the service, which I love, and I'm not paid for saying this, but it's, called, it's, it's a website called Stop Jetlag, stopjetlag.com. And this is a service in the United States where you send them your travel information, where you're going, and your flights. They run it through a computer, and they send you back a program of what you should be eating before your trip, during your trip, and afterwards so that it minimizes your jet lag. And I tell you, jet lag for me, uh, in particular when I come back from Asia, I'm knocked on my butt for a week. It just really does me a number on me. So I, I've used this program a couple of times, and it really helps. It minimizes. Now, it's not free. You have to pay $35, I think. But uh, I love that. That's that's a very good tip. Another good tip is pay attention to the type of aircraft. Uh, we advise our people on this, on the flights they're going to be in, because some jets are just too full of seats and other jets have more room. So we have our opinions on which airlines to use and which aircraft offer you more seating options. There's a website called seatguru.com and that can help you pick out seats that are more comfortable and avoid seats that are less comfortable. Well, the good thing too in what you were saying earlier is that you can fly right out of the Asheville Regional Airport. Oh, it's terrific. So when you come back, you're here. There's yes. no added-on road trip. Oh, haven't we all done that? Where you so you fly back to Atlanta and you have to drive four hours and you're just you're so sleepy. It's 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 painful. It is yeah. painful. Yeah. Even Charlotte sometimes for me yeah. is a bit painful. So yes. it's so nice that and and the other part too is that booking with you, going with you, um, everything is kind of done. I mean, we there take are, care of the details. You do. You take yeah. care of the details. So you, the money, as far as the money goes, there's no surprises. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah, we and we like to include uh, even the amount you might tip for people, um, port- porters and uh, cleaning people. You know, if people want us to do that, we'll 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 include that in the cost of the tour, so they don't have to worry about that. That is perfect. Yeah. So really, when you get to your destination, everything is is ready. It's there. Uh, and we'll often encourage people to come in a day early just so they rest up a little bit, depending on how far they have to travel. And that's nice because you hate to start a trip being tired. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's good to come in a little bit early. Or if people uh, – we don't usually travel with the group. We are there to greet you. Cuba's different. We will. We go down and back to Cuba. But other destinations, we'll usually be there ahead of time working on details. And we're there at the airport to welcome you with open arms. I love it. It's such a wonderful way to travel. And I just can't thank you enough for being on the show and sharing some ideas. So, okay, your Cuba trip in November is booked. Your Morocco trip 
is booked. booked. We're going to offer a trip to Bolivia in September. And also, actually, I've been asked by a company that takes tours for birds, birding tour, to develop a tour to Cuba. And that's on the books for next November of 2018, not not this next November. So we'll definitely be going back to Cuba some more, and we'll offer some more trips there. And uh, then a Thailand tour. We're overdue for doing another th- Thailand tour. That'd probably be January of 2019. I have to think ahead here. So when you go to Southeast Asia, to Thailand, that's a long trip. Oh, a fast trip from Asheville over there is like 24 hours of travel. You know, so you have to have— Start to end, yeah. You know, you yeah. have to really get it in your head. This is what you're doing. And I love that you are in touch with each person who goes to give them all that kind of information. It's very personal. It's very personal. Yes, yeah. You're so personal. That's why we love you, Benjamin. <laughs> and that's why it's so wonderful to to travel with you and Meow. It's just, it's such a gift. Well, I got to put in a plug for Meow, my wife. She's terrific. She's uh, from Thailand, and she's always smiling. So if I if I am uh, running around ragged, I can always look at Meow, and she's, her smile and her her countenance keeps me mellow. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, mellow is a key word here. <laughs> well, Benjamin, thank you so much. It's smallfootprinttravels with an S.com. I've been on that website many times. You can sign up for your newsletter. You send That's out right. information in a very timely fashion. Mm-hmm. And of course, your photos, uh, you know, I can't say enough about thank your you beautiful so photography and and I love the way that when we come back from the trip, you put everybody's together so we can all relive those wonderful memories. It's terrific. Well, Benjamin, thank you again. Benjamin Porter with Small Footprint Travels right here on Speaking of Travel. Thank you again. Always a pleasure, Marilyn. Thank Thank you so much. You bet. Well, listen, you've been been here listening to Speaking of Travel with my guest, Benjamin Porter. We had Doc Lawrence live from Knoxville, Tennessee for the big game. Go out and have a wonderful week. The seasons are changing. Knock yourself out. Do something you've never done before. I challenge you. Do something you've never done before this week. And remember, don't postpone joy. 